Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Post. I'm your host, Jordan Abdul. Our special guest today is our new captain, Sean Kennedy-Dowell. Sean, how are you doing, mate? I'm good, George. How are you? Thanks for the great intro. You nailed it. <laughs> Cheers, mate. I've been working on it for about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just start off um, just by talking about, obviously, the news that you're going to be our captain this year. Um, how long have you known and how did it come about? Oh, I just found out yesterday after training, Tones um, said come for a chat after training and you know, he's asking me if I would, um, you know, take the honour of skippering the boys this year, and it's um, it's a huge achievement for myself and a massive honour to, you know, represent the boys and the club and, and the fans this year, and um, it's not something that I'll be taking lightly, and it's a huge privilege, and um, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting stuck in and, and um, you know, producing some good performances for the club and for the fans, and you know, it all starts this Sunday with our first game, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, you had a couple of games last year where you led us out as well when Weller was injured and things. Is it a little bit different this year now that you know you are the captain rather than the co-captain? Yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, yeah, it's definitely going to be different this year. I can, you know, start off on on the right foot and, um, you know, really, really own that, that sort of role and, and don't have to second guess if, um, you know, I'm in or out. But it is a massive honour and a privilege and um, it's something that I'm, working really hard on and want to develop throughout the year and um, yeah, just want to do as good a job as I can. Yeah, good stuff mate. Obviously we have quite a lot of the boys that are quite vocal in training and stuff as well so, you know, not all the pressure's on you, you know, so. Well, I think, yeah, like yourself do, you're a halfback and uh, you'll be, you know, pulling the reins on the field and, and that support and I think the group of guys that we've got here, you know, everyone's a leader in their own right so I think... You know, that role's, I've got the C next to my name, but we've got, you know, multiple boys that are leaders and, and they'll lead from the front, off the field and on the field. So um, it makes my job a lot easier when, you know, like yourself and, and you boys are really stepping up to the, to the challenge and, you know, when we're all pulling in the same direction, it makes it a lot easier. Yes, yeah, Tony encourages it as well, doesn't he? You know, everyone's got that leadership in them. So I think it's good to have a big squad that are all expressing themselves. It, it makes your job a lot easier and you can just focus on Us what you need I to think do. I have to give a massive rap to Elliot too. I think yep. he's been named vice-captain, so um, he's going to be huge for us. You know, I think we saw last year what he's capable of and how far he's come in such a short period of time. And I think, you know, the other boys could really aspire to that and really, you know, take, take strides forward and, um, you know, the way they approach their game and if they can, um, you know emulate what Elliot's doing and, and bring that attitude and, and strengths we can you know go a long way on the field this year yeah he did well last year didn't he yeah, he did really Def- good he's just, just competitor it. and you know he's, he's he's got a he's finding a voice and he's still really young but you know to pump out the minutes he does and his work ethic and attitude on on the field every day at training you can tell he wants to win and you know I think if everyone sort of has um you know that sort of attitude this year and it's going to be a good year. Yeah, it's going to be a better year. Isn't it? I can definitely see that amongst the boys too. You know, everyone want, everyone wants to own their role, and I think, like you said before, like we've got leaders all across the park this year. So, you know, that's only going to strengthen our team and, and our, our performances um, week in week out. Yeah, there's definitely a different different feel this year, isn't there? You know, just you touched on it a bit then, where we've got more leaders and stuff, but. Just like when we're on the field and stuff, we just look so much better, don't we? Like crisp and yeah, crisp. That I think everything's a lot clearer, um, a lot more direction, and everyone's attitude throughout preseason and the hard work that we've put into. You know, I think the boys that are here this year, are, um, you know, another year older and have developed and and grown into um, you know seasoned first team players, and they'll be better for their experience. And I think if we can put it all together and, um, like you said, show up each day with the right attitude and really focus on what we're here for um, you know we can do really good things this year 
yeah, like obviously last year wasn't a great year for us all, but <coughs> those young kids definitely got the experience that they needed, which is just going to make them better, like you touched on there. So I'm really, I'm really positive about this year. I know we're only training at the minute, and we'll find out Sunday, but. I think I don't know if it's just me, but I've just got the feel that we can do something special this yeah, year. Yeah, hundred percent. I think we've got to earn the right, and uh, like I said, uh, we've all put in the hard work, and it's just about going out there and executing it on, on the day, and and being a lot more consistent. I think you know, like I said before, we've been a lot more consistent in our approach to training, and everyone attitude attitude has picked up. So it's just about going out there and performing now. Yeah, and definitely when we get the fans back in as well. Oh, no, exactly too. I think that's a big, you know, our reason why too is, you know, why why we want to want to perform for the team. And that's a massive, you know, um, I realise that being here only a short year and how much it means to the fans and oh, the crazy, people man. of Hull and East Hull. And like, you know, you walk around this this side of town and there's just Rose, Rovers jerseys everywhere. And it's going to be so good to have the fans back. Cause, you know, you really miss that support. And when you oh, walk out in front 100%. of a packed Craven Park, it really gets you going for the games and you just really notice the difference when they're in there so I think it speaks volumes about the support we've got like they hadn't seen us play a game since last March but so many people stayed on as the pass holders and like you say you still see people walking the streets in the jerseys and stuff so just it speaks volumes about the support that we've got and I can't wait to get them back in yeah that's it I give think them something back 100% they deserve a good good league team you know they've been they haven't had much to cheer about over the last few years, and yep. I think um, that I hope they all know that we're working hard to really restore pride in this jersey, and um, you know, have a team that we can f really be proud of. Yeah, good stuff, mate. Just think uh, we'll take it back a little bit now. We'll go back to when you was younger, long, long time ago, and well, uh, how did you first come about playing rugby? Uh, I think I started when I was four years of age. And my mum thought I was probably a bit ADD and I was pretty full-on child, so she said, we need to channel that energy somewhere. And she, <laughs> my dad played rugby league and, um, yeah, that was it. That was that was history. I fought, formed a love for the game at such a young age and I used to sleep in my gear and yeah. my kit, you know, wanting to get to the games the next day and that was the, the love for it born at such a young age and I knew that's one of what I wanted to do and sort of progress through, through my teens and... Um, Realised I was pretty good at it and, um, you know, wanted to chase my dream and, you know, the rest is history, so here I am today. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've told me the story before about moving over to Australia when you was a teenager. Yeah, I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was 15. Um, I was playing reps in New Zealand and um, they sort of dropped me from the team, from the Warriors. I was in their, like, development. And so they said, you don't think you're in the top, like, 100 players in New Zealand or whatever, and... I said, okay, well, I'll, I left. I left there pretty disheartened, and um, you know, I could have looked at it one of two ways, you know, like give in and you know maybe try a rugby union or something. But yeah. I, I loved rugby league, and I wanted to move to Australia to try my hand. And I realised, you know, the NRL was where it's at. There's a lot more teams there, so I quit school and got a job and saved up all my money to move to Australia Man, at, at the young age. Yeah, at 15. So I, I didn't finish school. Um, I was very lucky. My parents supported me, but. You know, I earned it all. I worked hard and saved up for my ticket over there and, um, you know, worked for about six months and, and lived in the backpackers for three months <laughs> when I moved into Australia and just, just enrolled in the local, like, junior club here. And, um, yeah, and I worked my way into a trial for the for the Roosters, um, you know, under-16s team and, yeah, managed to get a start in there. So, there yeah, was it was a massive risk at that time, but... 
you know, I think when you make your mind up and you have your, your focus and your intentions set on, you know, what you want to do and what you want to achieve and you go about achieving it, you know, um, amazing things can happen. So if I didn't take that risk at such a young age of 15, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm today. So it's, um, yeah, it was really, really grateful that it happened, happened it, that way. Is that like quite common in New Zealand? Like a lot of players go over to Australia just to try their hand there because there's not as much... Yeah, well, Option if you think about it, you have you have one team in yeah. New Zealand that's 17 players every week that play in the NRL for a whole country, which yeah. is, you know, the opportunities are, are few and far between. I think there's such a big talent in New Zealand for, you know, rugby yeah. union with the All Blacks being, yeah. and union being the dominant game, but, you know, league is growing there. And um, I think if you're passionate about rugby league, then Australia is where the opportunities are. So a lot of people, you know, tend to... Um, you know, forge their careers in Australia because yeah, that's where they get their opportunities. It'd be good if they got another NRL team in New Zealand. Yeah, wouldn't I, it? Just I know they're um, talking about expansioning yeah. uh, expansion in the NRL. So um, I think there's a great market for there. There's obviously a great talent pool of all, all the kids that do come to Australia. I think you know there's a high percentage of Pacific Islanders and, and New Zealanders that are playing yeah. in the NRL. So it'd be great to you know develop homegrown talent in New Zealand and. Um, you know, we could definitely see a lot more stars coming out. Yeah, give them more options. Uh. Yeah. Um, how did you come about moving over to England? Obviously, I'm, I don't think I've ever really asked you. So um, I was sort of, I had it. Um, my contract at Newcastle Knights was sort of coming to an end, and yep. um, yeah, I was looking for another contract. And you know, I, I sort of had a couple of one-year options, and in. Um, in the NRL that I could have, you know, pursued, but uh, I, all all throughout my career, I've always wanted to give the Super League a go. You know, yep. for it's always something that I wanted to to tick the box and and really, you know, challenge myself and and live in a different country and, and play in a different league. And I always watched it from afar, and I used to love watching like Bradford Bulls growing up as a kid and, and watching all the Kiwi players yeah. that used to come out of there. Like, so it's something them. that I always wanted to wanted to achieve in, in my career and I got the opportunity um, obviously speaking to Tony Smith and and he sort of you know really sold me the the vision of what he wants to achieve at this club and um, it was sort of a longer term deal a two yep. year really good contract and um, I really want to be a part of that and um, it was just a great opportunity like I said to to realise one of my things that I wanted to, to do in my career and um, yeah and here I am today It's interesting because obviously a lot of the the English players in Super League, they all have the aspirations to play in the NRL, but you don't really hear of people who are playing in the NRL wanting to come over to Super League. So it's quite refreshing I to hear. Too, you know, like uh, I got to a point, I could have, I could have stayed in the NRL, and I, I, I'm really comfortable with what I have achieved in that game. Yeah. And so I wanted a new challenge and to get out of my comfort zone and, and to, to explore new avenues and experience different. A different game over here and I think it is it's a different culture and a different game and I love the way that the Super League plays and um, you know I really wanted to to test my arm in, in that arena so it's been it's been great so far what the first year hasn't been as the way it would have liked but you know like you said before I'm excited about this year and I think you know we can really achieve great things yeah good mate and how have you settled into Hull obviously you've in a nice house now as well so just how have you settled into the place I know it's tough because we've been in Covid restrictions and stuff, but have you got a good feel for the place? Or? Yeah, I have. It's been. Uh, I know that they love their rugby league here. Uh, it didn't take me long to work that out, and I think mate, within the first couple of weeks, I realised that you know rugby league's so special to this like community, and especially the people of East Hull and, and how much the Rovers mean. So 
they've been really welcoming and um, I've really got to, you know, see some beautiful places that, you know, Hull and Yorkshire have to offer and we haven't been able to do too much, but it's been good, you know, we're doing all the things that are available to us too. It's, a, it's such a nice town and, um, yeah, everyone's been really welcoming. Yeah, obviously, all the achievements you've had in your career and stuff for Hulk to sign someone of your calibre, it was it's definitely exciting to see you play and stuff so I can understand the buzz around the fans and stuff when they see you play so I think it works both ways doesn't it you get something from the fans and then the fans get something from you it's, it's amazing like I, I got goosebumps the first time I, yeah, I worked that out walked out that, 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 crazy, that east stand and they just like wait till you see this and it's something that you has to be seen to be like to be, to be believed because it's like it's a really special feeling and um they're so vocal I remember you know the derby game we yeah. just lost and it was my first derby game but it felt like we won because yeah. our fans are the best fans that are in, in the league they're so supportive and I've never experienced something like that when you, you lose a game and you walk over to clap your fans and it feels like you've won <laughs> and it was just it's phenomenal like, and, and the amount of noise and, and the songs that they sing and um, you can feel the passion and you don't get that sort of experience in the NRL and um it does. It makes you want to play for the jersey, and, and when it means so much to them, it, it means so much to you, and so you just want to play well for for the jersey. But you know, you know, you've got an obligation to play well for the fans yeah. as well. It is good, though, isn't it? Knowing all the fans want from you is that you just give the best for the club and for their support. You know, it, win, lose or draw, they're still going to support you as long as you're giving your all. It takes a little bit of the pressure off a little bit, but like you say, it then gives you extra incentive just to go out and do your best for them more than anything like I said they've been so loyal for such a long time and you know they they put their hard-earned money into you know memberships and you know like I said I think East Hull and and the KR fans deserve like a a successful team and like I said before you know we're working really hard and I think we've got the the team this year that they can be really really proud of our performances and um, you know we just have to get out there and, and get the runs on the board now yeah just talk a little bit about your international career as well obviously you've won a World Cup with New Zealand. Just just want to talk a little bit just how it felt and the group of players that you had, you know, representing your country on the biggest stage in rugby league. And Yeah, it was good. Um, it's, it's a special feeling when you go into represent your your your, fa- your, your country and uh, when you get into camp, it's it's like you're, I don't know, it's like you're one big family and, and when you spend long periods of time away and, and the bonds that you, that you make on those tours and you realise you're, you're carrying the whole weight of a nation on your shoulders, and they're all riding it. It's a, it's a special feeling, and um, to uh, you know, you aspire to achieve those sort of things. And when you're younger, and it's a it's a special honour to to don that black and white jersey every time. And um, I was fortunate to do it quite a few times, and it's definitely some of the highlights of my career. You know, beating England and Australia, and some of the biggest games that you're playing. So it's it's um, I love looking back on them. I, I think my time in, in the jersey's done now, but they're memories that you'll cherish forever. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I think one thing we can take away from this is chase your dreams when you're young. You know, like for all you people listening out there that face a bit of adversity in your life, I think Skids is a prime example that if you really believe in Summit, go for it because he's an NRL grand final winger. Winner. <laughs> winner, and winger, 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 and a winner. <laughs> uh, obviously, you've won a World Cup with your country, and now you're a captain of a club in Super League. So, all you people out there, just keep chasing what you want, and Skids is the prime example to do that. That's it. I think if you believe in yourself and you have clear goals about what you want to achieve, and 
if you apply yourself on a, on a daily basis and, and how you approach your goals and, and your dreams, um, you know, that's where you gain success. And, you know, I couldn't have imagined, um, you know, the career that I've had. And it's like I said, it's such a huge honour to, to get this accolade at this point in my career. I never thought I'd be a captain, but, you know, I'm really proud of myself and how hard I've worked to put myself in this position. And, um, you know, they say if you, the harder you work, the luckier you get. So, yeah, it comes with a lot of hard work and, and dedication and sacrifice, but um, you know, in the end, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, we'll just talk about obviously the friendly coming up on Sunday against Cass. Uh, what are your thoughts and feelings towards it? Well, I think the boys are very excited. It's been a long preseason right. and the uh, longest. It's, the, it's been the longest. Yeah, we started back in December, so it's been good to it's been really good to put in some hard work. And I think, like I said before, everyone's attitude's been really good, and they're jumping out of their skin to get on the yeah. field and, and put it into play. So. It's a great chance to, um, you know, set up our season and, and really work on the things that we've been practicing throughout the, throughout the break. And um, you know, the energy's high, and I think you know we haven't got too much injuries, so it's a great chance to get some match fitness and get the bodies prepared for you know the start of our campaign. Yeah, like you said, it's been long on it, so eventually there has to be some reward at the end of it, and we get to see if all the hard work pays off on Sunday, just to get those combinations going. You know, it got new squad, some new players, everyone needs to get a feel for how we're going this year and stuff. So I think it's a great, you know, opportunity too. There's um you know, the team's not settled yet and there's there's some great competition for spots and yep. it's a great chance for, you know, the boys to put their hands up and really stake a claim for the seventeen. So I think that's been really good. You know, everyone's been working hard, the competition's been good and it really brings out the best in players. So the, the you know, that can only, yeah, the extra depth and, and um you know, I think we've got great depth this year, so everyone can can do a job for us. And you know, Sunday's a great opportunity for the boys to to fill in and um, you know put their hands up. Yep. And I think to finish off today, we'll I think it's only fitting that our new captain does the closing message for all you fans out there. Uh, I just want to, you know, on behalf of myself and the boys, want to thank the fans, um, you know, for sticking solid throughout what's been a tough, you know, 2020 and uh, it's, I know lockdown's been really challenging and we've all been going through the challenges together, but, you know, we're so grateful for the sacrifices and renewing your memberships and keeping your memberships on and really keeping the club going throughout a tough time and, you know, hopefully the light's at the end of the tunnel and the season's around the corner and, you know, we can put in some performances that you're all really proud of and, you know, we we want to wel welcome you back to Craven Park and we can't wait for that day. And, um, you know, we just want to thank you from, from everyone involved at the club.